everyone. Welcome into the Irish NFL show against the odds. Week eight of the NFL season. How in the hell are we eight weeks through the season? Michael McQuaid joined by Brian O'Leary. Brian, some incredible batting pick last week, mate. I did quite well last week, Michael. Uh, very happy with it, very pleased. To the, well, we're not the halfway stage of the season anymore because of that odd week we have at the end of the season. But it used to be the stage of the season where we were starting to really settle in and recognise who was who was going to be a playoff contender and who's not. But the way some of these divisions are going right now, with losing records at the top of the division, who knows what's going to happen over the next few weeks? And yet again, we have some really interesting games to look at this weekend. Brian's put that money. That's only can't afford proper Wi-Fi. So if anything does happen in this broadcast, that's what it is. Hang in for 10 seconds because your boy hasn't got time to edit it. Uh, before we start off, we're getting their odds with points bet. Uh, obviously, your bookie may be different. Please bet responsibly. Only bet what you can afford. Take time to think would be our advice, uh, especially on the NFL because <laughs> anyone that somehow got all selections right last week, can I have the lottery numbers or, or the Euro Millions numbers this week, please? Uh, right, let's start off. We're going to look at the money line handicap, total points, and give our opinions in each game. Let's look at the Niners going up, going up against the Rams on Sunday. Game's on an hour earlier this week, which is nice, Brian. An hour earlier to bed, an hour extra of kip, uh, unless you're me and you're flying out of out of London at 6.30 on Monday morning, so I'm not going to sleep. So it would have made sense for me for Sunday Night Football to go on 2 o'clock instead of 1 o'clock or 12 o'clock. Uh, Niners-Rams, uh, the game is in Levi South or SoFi Stadium, the handicap. Uh, Niners favourite, two-point favourites, the over is 41. Niners favourite in the money line. Why are the Niners favourite in this game? They were obliterated by the Chiefs last week, and Jimmy Garoppolo looked dirt last week for the Niners. Sorry, I'm just saying it. I'm concerned about Shanahan and Lynch's game plan. They're favourites, Michael, because with the exception of that playoff game last year, um, they've beaten the Rams in the, in, in the regular season. I think it's six or seven times in a row. Um, that's some feat to have. It is indeed, it is indeed. Uh, I, think, I think the thing for me is I, I'd be very down the Niners, especially on Monday night show, because... They bring in McCaffrey and people are giving it it's incredible stuff. Like it, it just didn't really make sense to me. I, I thought he would have went somewhere else, but look, it is what it is. In terms of the game, um from a bat from a betting aspect, I don't like the minus two in the handicap for the Niners. And personally, this is a game in which the Rams have to win. They have to find a way to get over the line here. I like the over because I feel that both teams will get some points down. And I guess you could see McCaffrey get his first touchdown for the Niners this week. Uh, there'll be a big contingent of Niners fans in, in SoFi Stadium, Brian, and uh, the money line. I think the money line is decent value for the Rams. I have picked the Rams, I think. I'll double-check my picks for this weekend, but I am intending on picking the Rams this weekend, and, and, and I think the Rams will beat the Niners in SoFi. What's, what's your thoughts this weekend? Um, I know you would go with the Rams against the 49ers, but I'm going to go against the Pale this week and select the 49ers to bounce back after the defeat to the Chiefs last week. I haven't been impressed with the Rams. You, you called out earlier in the season that you were concerned that this match of Stafford injuries a little bit more than what people were kind of playing playing along with in the media, and I'm starting to feel that way. Um, they won going into the bye week against the Panthers. That wasn't very impressive. Um, they struggled the week before that uh, against the Cowboys. They haven't done much this season. Uh, Cup is having a great season, strangely enough, but yeah, their defence hasn't been what we saw last year. I do agree with you on the over. I think I'll go over points. I think both teams will put up points. But I'm actually going to go to 49ers. I think McCaffrey was, we can argue about where he should have went and how many draft picks 
is it a good player to have in for the Fortuna? Absolutely. Did we see little sparks of him last week? Albeit he was only there a couple of days. Yes, I think after having another week embedded into his offense, we'll see a much better performance from him and the Fortuna in his offensively. I think Garoppolo would have a better game, manage the game better. And a 49ers defense last week that really struggled. I think we'll find ways to get at Stafford, make him uncomfortable, as he did when they did when they did play in Santa Clara on the Monday night football earlier in the season. So I'm gonna go with the 49ers to win and I'll go with the over. Yeah, the Rams, uh, the last time the Rams played was on the 16th of October against the Panthers. And you're right, Stafford didn't have a great game. They need to get something going on the on, on the run. There's issues there. Henderson was their leading rusher with 12 carries for just over 40 yards against the against the Panthers. Now, I'm not even taking that Tampa Bay game into even a discussion at the minute. They need to find a way to work. You cannot rely on Cooper Cup and Alan Robinson every week. McVay's under pressure. They need to go in. I'm going to take the Rams. I'm going against the spread here. And I think that I'll probably be the only person going with the Rams, but I have communicated my picks to Colin this week because I'm not going to be on the main uh, podcast for picks. So I am going to go with the Rams. I originally picked the Niners, but something tells me um, it's put up or shut up time for McVay. And uh, the champs want to get back there in an extremely... I feel like I need a I need to get paid for every, for every time I say this now. For an extremely extremely poor NFC, they need to do something this week if they're going to get going. And um, this is like moving week. Last week and this week, they need to find a way. Uh, right. <laughs> Sunday night football. I mean, this is difficult to talk about because the Packers are playing the Bills and the Packers are going to Buffalo at minus ten and a half point underdogs. The over is 47 and a half and the money line is one to five on for Buffalo. The best price you can get with points at the minute is 15 to four for the Packers. Brian, I'm just going to go out and say it here now. I do not see a team that can struggle to that effect against the Washington Commanders. Uh, I can't see them getting anything more than 17 to 21 points against Buffalo. And I think the Bills will have a field day. Usually if I see a spread of 10 or more points, I think, no, it's not a basketball game for a start. And I mean, that's shocking numbers, but I just don't see a situation in which the Bills will not cover this. I think it'll be the over. I think the Bills will put up 30 to 40 points and Josh Allen will have a, a chilled last six or seven minutes in the fourth quarter of this game. And I think if we do get to that point, we have to ask serious questions about the future of Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers in this team. You cannot keep saying every week that you're going to get it right and you're getting into week eight this week and there's going to be situations. Uh, for me, I like the spread. I like the minus 10 and a half. I like the over. I don't see any value in the money line, but if you want to go for it, go for it, lads. Uh, I'm presuming we're in agreement. You're not going to go crazy this week and take the Packers? No, we're in agreement on selection, Michael, and I do think they'll cover the handicap. The only thing that concerns me is that the Bills are coming off their bye week and we have seen teams come off their bye week and once they've been playing really well going into the bye week, start off a little bit slow, slowly in the in the opening half and that's where I could see potentially a scenario where the Packers can hang around. But right now, we, we spoke about it on Monday's show how difficult this Packers offense is to watch to Playing reasonably well in the first half and then they're getting shut down essentially in the second half. And that's where I see the game going as well. I actually don't go with the over here. I think it's a comfortable win for the Bills. I could see something on the lines of 34, 10, 34, 13, and then be slightly under on the over on the total points. But um certainly in terms of covering the 10 and a half, it's quite some time since the Packers were 10 and a half underdogs. It's 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 strange. It's it's a long time since we saw that and to be Playing against the team that are one to five to win the game, it's it's bizarre. But look, that's where the Packers are at the moment. They lose this game, they go three and five. Could be three or four games back against the Vikings in the division. The Bills will keep on rolling. It's Sunday night football. It's in Orchard Park. 
but Bills all the way, Bills to cover the handicap. Don't think it'll be as high scoring as people think. In terms of batting value, I really like Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football is the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow with four passing touchdowns last week and a near perfect quarterback rating going to Cleveland, who just lost to the Ravens last week in Maryland. Um, Bengals are favored minus three in the spread. Over is 47. Bengals, obviously, the favorite spread. They're the favorite for the game, 10 to 17 on. Uh, I like the spread here. I think that I think the Bengals are going to have a day, Brian. I think Burrow is going to turn it on again. And I, I'm not sure about the over, but I feel that the Bengals will limit the Browns to 14 to 17 points and the Browns will come out on top. If that does happen, to be fair, the over will be hit. But in terms of value, I like the spread at seven to eight on. I think the Bengals are going to be too good for them. And I, the Bengals are starting to establish themselves as the third best team in the AFC at the minute. You've got the Chiefs, the Bills, in any order you like there. And then for me, it's the Bengals. Um, I think they're too talented at the minute not to perform well on Monday night. On prime time in Cleveland, Burrow's going to shut the Browns up. What's your thoughts? I agree with you. I think the Bengals will win the game. I do think they'll cover the minus three. It's, it's quite low, in fairness. Uh, it's probably reflective of these games in the division and how they've, how they've been played out. Like, for example, the Raiders was sorry, the Ravens were six and a half point favourites last week, only beat the Browns by three. The Browns have played quite well in, in the divisional games. Um, I do think they'll play reasonably well, but I just don't think they can live with the, the Bengals, in particular their offence. We saw last week. Chase and Burrow getting the connection going. Uh, three explosive touchdowns, 60 yards, 41 yards, 22. We're seeing the offense that we saw last year. So I don't know whether the Browns could live with that. Um, I'd actually side on the under in this game. I think it'll be something along the lines of 24, 20, 20, maybe 26 trends to the Bengals. Um, but yeah, Bengals to win, Bengals to cover. Uh, and I'll go with the under. At the time of recording, we are not aware who is starting a quarterback for the Broncos at Wembley on Sunday, but I'll see you until then, or chat to you until then, so I'm not going to get your sort of thoughts on this game. Uh, the game's at 1.30 in Ireland on Virgin Media 2 in the Republic and on ITV and NI on Sunday. You can check it out. Um, on the broadcast, I'm picking the Broncos because I don't publicly want to get lynched, but in terms of betting, Brian, I know that betting people will listen to this podcast. Uh, I think the Jaguars minus three at 14-15 on is good value. Uh, I don't see a situation at the minute in... in uh, it's, it's very difficult, even as a fan of the Broncos, to sort of think, well, where's the value here? The over and under is 39. I actually think the over could be good value. It's almost even money there because the Jags should have put up 24 to 30 points last week against the Giants. They certainly will against the Broncos, and it's anyone's guess what's going to happen with that Broncos offense. So you would expect the Broncos to score at least 10 to 12 points, at least take that away from 40. The way that, that uh, Trevor Lawrence played last week, you would expect him to get over 24 points in this game, that offense, because he's got too many targets and he had too many opportunities last week against the Giants. He'll have better opportunities against that Broncos defence, surely. Over 39. I'll, I'll, I'll run with you with that. I'll go over 39, yeah. 21-19, uh, final score. I'm not sure who that 21 points will be, whether it be the Jags or... I think it'll be more than that. I really do. I I really... I mean, this, this is the funny thing. Like I have to sort of think this week what I'm going to talk about and not be negative with the Broncos. I genuinely don't know what to say. It's not bad at the minute. So, uh, I mean, one thing, like, there's no odds that we can see at the minute on the next coach can be fired. If you can get odds and hack it, maybe you could stick it on that there. Is there anything else that takes your fancy this week, Brian? Like, for, for example, for me, uh, one of the most intriguing bets for me is the Dolphins being minus three in the handicap going up against the Lions. The game is in Detroit. It's, an, it's in the early window on Sunday. 
um, Detroit <laughs> had a couple of plays against Dallas, but clearly you know, lost the game by a decent margin on Sunday. I think minus three in the handicap is good value. And I think they're only on that at minus three because of the manner in which they won on Sunday. But Tua has had more time. Um, and I think they'll get more chances. The only thing you would say is guys like Aiden Hutchinson is having a hell of a rookie season. And I wouldn't even put him in the same category as, as Sauce Gardner for defensive rookie of the year. That's a good Sauce has been. But Hutchinson's had a great season so far himself. So you could argue that they could get the two that good bit. But if he remains fit during the game and if he can get uh, the ball down the field, I think the minus three spread is good value. What's your thought? I would agree with you on that one. I think that's that's a fair bet this weekend to go to Dolphins. Bearing in mind how average that def- the offense for the Lions has been over the past couple of weeks. Just the week prior to their, their bye week, they were shut out in New England, which actually called out on the show and felt that would be the case. Um, I'm going to side with the same team that were involved in my pick of the week last week. My, my pick of the week last week was the Raiders to cover minus seven against the Texans. And I'm going to go with the Titans to cover the, the minus one and a half points against the Texans. Sorry, against the Titans. Sorry, against the Texans this week. The Titans are minus one and a half points going into Houston to play the play them. I'm surprised it's so low. I know the, the offense for the Titans has been starting a bit. Derek Henry and Tannehill haven't played to the potential we've seen last year, but I think it's quite low. I think they'll find a way to win. And essentially all you're asking for is a, it to win by a field goal. I think it's quite low. I think Titans will find a way to win that game over that minus one and a half handicap. Just finally, uh, we don't usually talk about this, about this many games, but I've just been looking at the odds for the first time for week eight this week. And you know, we're recording quite soon after Monday Night Football, so obviously things can change. Please be aware of that, folks. The Patriots are one and a half point favorites in the spread when in the New York uh, to play the Jets. What's going on with the bookies there? Like, what, what's the thought process there now? God forbid that Mark is not on the broadcast this week to talk about this, but there's a serious situation going on there. And if that was any other team, people would be giving the head coach a jip for what happened on Monday night. But I actually think that's quite rude on the point of the Jets. I think the Jets are the better team. They're the more um, settled team. I think the defense will stop the Patriots. And then Zach Wilson, all he has to do is try and run the ball, get the ball down the field. And, um, I think one of the, I think plus one and a half is good value there. Um, yeah, I can understand why you would think that two teams I would call out. Brees Hall has gone for the season. They've made a trade for James Robinson this week. I'm not sure how quickly he'll adapt to playing in that, in that game on Sunday. So then you're going with Carter, who's been a bit up and down at running back. Really, but you have to say the efficiency that we saw of Brees Hall, I'm not sure. And then Vera Tucker, the offensive line, has gone for the season, who's been a standout player for the Jets on the line. Um, he's been the marquee player. He's also gone. So I think the, the Bookies are probably playing it a bit safe and, and being a bit concerned. Probably looking at the records of these games over the course of the last 15 years. Belichick in particular obviously seems to have the upper hand against the Jets. But yeah, right now, the Jets are the better team and if they win, they go to 6-2. and two. But I'm not convinced by Zach Wilson. I know he beat the Broncos last weekend, but I thought he was quite poor. Um, he's playing in a, way, a game at the moment that let's manage it. As long as he doesn't make mistakes, our defence will, will get us the wins. That can't last forever. He needs to make plays. And I'm just not not sure right now if he can. It's a difficult one to call. It depends how the week goes with the Patriots. They've obviously got a lot to deal with and, and get their heads around after a very difficult loss on Monday night, which in fairness, nobody expected to do it for ourselves on the on the, on the the show. We all felt it would be a very easy... Um, well, Trent never expected it on TikTok anyway. I mean, what the hell was he at? Picking eight and a half on the, on, on, on the handicap. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you, Brian. I, find it, I was finding it hard to get just again after that last night. For, for the Bears to put up 33 is 
Yeah, the, the, the Patriots defense has played quite well the past few weeks. So they really got to show up last night. Justin Fields did it, did it for instance, Justin Fields, we've been critical of him as well. And a lot of people have totally played really well last night. It's, I can understand why Braves fans want to be uh, given time and given the opportunity to start and quarterback in the long run. He played really well. It, that's a great game this weekend. It'd probably be a low scoring game, but in terms of it's a it's a touch point for the Jets if they can beat the Patriots. Like bear in mind the rivalry they haven't won another. It's, it's another conference, another building factor, and they go six and two in a division where there'd be only one game out potentially from from the Bills. And I think in the long run we know the Bills will win the division, but it's been a great turnaround from. We did say in the off season they brought in a lot of players that we felt would see them in progress this year. They're probably a bit of ahead of schedule to what we thought, but if they win on Sunday, they're very much in the race for a work hard. Prudent bet would make me think over 16 and a half points of four to nine on's a nice little bet if you have a top interest though to have a spend on. Uh, I just can't wait to next week because if the Jets do win, we can finally have a mature conversation about Mac Jones. I can't I can't wait for it because I tried to bring it up in the preseason and in the first few weeks, and I was shot down and told I was an idiot, not just by people on the broadcast, but by people that were commenting in saying it was anti-patriots. I'm not at all. Again, if the Patriots do well, it's better crack, especially in that division. So hopefully it's a good game of the weekend. And thank you, Brian, for giving away that we're recording this on a Tuesday. Really appreciate it. I'm joking. Uh, yeah, folks, busy week with London. And hopefully nothing changes too much. But I think we're both in the same sort of spot. We pick these teams now anyway, if we're going to pick them on Thursday yeah. or Friday. Obviously, the only sort of X factor for me there is if there's a situation with Russell Wilson in Denver, I, I think if Brett Rippon starts, you have to go with the Jaguars on Sunday. Uh, but that's the only one for me. And I think I, I, you're pretty much in the same boat, Brent. Yeah, I agree. Look, in fairness, when we record these, um, in fairness, we record on different days. We're always working on the base. Certain players are going to play and certain players players won't. But um, I think by and large this week, the way things are playing, we don't see any major changes in, in the team's players' availability. And we are picking it on the basis that every player within reason is going to be available to play. Yes, sir. Well, wherever you're watching this from this week, week eight, uh, whether you're in London for this game or watching it around the world, thanks again for listening to this podcast and please do bet responsibly. Please be aware that your bookmaker may have better or differing odds or different handicaps on the spread. Excuse me. And we'll be back next week to look at week nine. Uh, See you then, Brian.